Hi, ladies and gentlemen, this is Brock Gorton. Before we get started on Big Time Talkers today, it's going to be, I guess the year we're doing it a little bit different today because myself, Mr. Tommy Haley, and Mr. Benjamin Duncan could not all be on to record at the same time today, unfortunately, that we usually record. So we're doing it a little bit different. So I'm doing Guess the Year right now. We'll start it off here, and then I'll give you the answer at the end of the show. So... Thursday, September 7th from this year, the Kansas City Royals hosted the California Angels at Municipal Stadium in front of 5,561 fans at a 2.15 first pitch. The starting lineups for the Kansas City Royals was as such. Batting first, the center fielder, Amos Otis. Batting second, the second baseman, Cookie Rojas. Batting third, the right fielder, Richie Steinbaum. Batting fourth, the first baseman, John Mayberry. Batting fifth, the left fielder, Lou Pinella. Batting sixth, the catcher, Ed Kirkpatrick. Batting seventh, the third baseman, Paul Shaw. Batting eighth, the shortstop, Freddie Patek. And batting ninth, the pitcher, Monty Montgomery. Ladies and gentlemen, I need the year. And now, for Big Time Talkers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Big Time Talkers. I'm Brock Horton. I'm Tom Hamlet. And we will be joined by Benjamin Duncan later on in the show, as uh, it's a little bit of a weird day we're recording this week. Yes, we will We will talk with Ben with the magic of editing later on in this podcast. <laughs> I will be talking with Ben about the NCAA, his three things. Uh, we will also have his picks and his top five and his MIP. Uh, Tommy, how you doing? Doing good. You know, just, you know, a little tired, but, you know, good. Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad thing. Uh, top five this week is an interesting one to say the least, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Uh, so, me and Ben briefly touched on this, but uh, your Nebraska Cornhuskers won this week. Yes, very good. That will be the end of it. That is it? You're not going to mention anything else? Yes, that is it. That's not, I'm not going to mention anything else. Who do they play this week? They play this week? Yeah, who do they play this week? Oh, okay. I looked at... I had a panic attack. I looked at next week. They played Georgia Southern. Okay. I looked at the team they played the week after that. Uh, Who they play the week after? Uh, it's the... It's the No You game. Oh, Okay. It's Oklahoma next week. That game's in Lincoln, by the way, but... No, it's that's not. That's already in Boston. No, it's yes, not. Yes, it is. No, oh, that it's in Lincoln, is, yeah. That game is in Lincoln. Yeah. I did not say Norman. That, no, that game was in Norman last year. Yeah. So, uh... I can already tell that's a guaranteed loss. I already know it. <clears throat> you're, I'm looking at your schedule right now. I don't know if you're going to win a regular season game this year, bud. Shut the fuck! I already. You think I don't know that already? I. Oh, uh, 
I wish Ben was still here for this. Who will have more wins, you or Kansas this year? <laughs> Brock, it's Kansas. Come on, man. They already have a win. Yeah. Brock, it's Kansas. Yeah, they have a win. Who I like have how the first thing hyped in Kansas Jayhawks is the basketball team. Yeah. Who will have more wins this year, Tommy? I'd like to say Nebraska. You would like to say? I've I've fucking just given up on Nebraska. I just don't care anymore. Kansas is at West Virginia this week. Then they're at number 25 Houston next week. I'm I'm just going to say Nebraska. Okay. Yeah, Kansas's group of five conference team they play is Houston. See, and that's it. It's the only team they play. They play Duke. They play other than Duke. Uh, at West Virginia, Iowa State, TCU, Oklahoma, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Texas, and Kansas State. And again. Tommy says, I would like to say Oklahoma. No, Nebraska. I said likely to say oh, Nebraska. I already know they're going to lose to Oklahoma. It's like Oklahoma. But uh, we are not talking NCAA, Tommy. Me and you get to talk about something much more fun. Uh, what do you mean fun? Have you seen this past week of college football? Yes, and me and Ben talked about it. Holy shit. Guess what me and you get to talk about? Professional football. Uh, Baseball, first. Oh, that too. That too. too. Because uh, minor league players did something. Uh, Yeah, what did they do? Because I saw you put that in the group chat. The minor league players Uh, have given approval for Major League Baseball Players Association to represent them and begin collective bargaining. Uh, Translation, minor league players are now part of the MLB union. I thought they, when they agreed to the collective, when they did the CBA. They uh, said they they could put it up for vote. Oh, okay. I didn't, okay. Yes. Thoughts on that, Tommy? It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. 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 Is the answer. Yes, good is the answer. Uh, also, a interesting record was set by the Royals oh, this God. past week. Oh, God. For the first time in MLB history, four different rookies hit a home run for the same team in one game. Oh, I, I was like, you had me worried. I'm like, is it, the, is it a good one or a bad one? It was a good one, sir. Good. It was a good record. Okay, good. Good. Good, good. Good. Good record. So there you go. Positive thing from the Royals. Positive thing. See, we like to be positive with the Royals. You know? Yeah, except when except when the players get missed. Except when uh, Matheny is playing favorites. But, you oh, know, that's a whole other thing. Uh, Dodgers fans also threw an inflatable PED on the field to troll Fernando Tatis. And that's that was hilarious. Oh, by the way, the Mets are doing a uh, was it Edwin Diaz narco uh, bobblehead? Yes, bro. Resellers are gonna have a field day with that. 
I already know. I already know it because it actually because <laughs> it actually plays narco. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be so much money off of that. Oh, it's ridiculous. Not even close. Only if they had bullpen help, then they'd be perfectly fine. They wouldn't be totally tied for first in the division. If only they had bullpen help. Yeah. If only. If only. Well, you did allude to it. But first, to Ben and me, because we already That's mentioned about editing. And welcome back. We've transitioned over from me and Tommy to now me and Ben. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Tiger talk. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let's go. Let's go. And with having Ben, that means it's time to talk some NCAA. Ben, this was quite the week in NCAA football. It, it, sure, it sure, surely was. It surely Good was. Lord. Um, we had a team win a game without scoring a touchdown. Really? Yes. What game was that? I didn't see that game. That was Iowa and South Dakota State, where Iowa won 7-3. to They got two safeties, but no touchdowns. Oh, jeez. Yep. <laughs> uh, that sound. What, what What? division or league are they in again? Who? That, that, South those Dakota teams? State, FCS. Or the, the Iowa. Iowa's in the Big Ten. Good old Big Ten football score right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's start with the best game probably of week one, which was the Backyard Brawl. Oh, that game was so good. The only issue was it ran at the same time as Mizzou versus LaTeX, which if you want to hear more about, you should listen to Earning Our Stripes. Oh, 100%. Shameless plug right there. Anyway, uh... Pitt came out on the top. It came down to the wire. Uh, Pitt, Pitt looks for real. Uh-huh. <laughs> they look like I thought that they weren't. Beat. I thought that they weren't going to look real because Kenny Pickett went to the NFL. But no, he's he's still there and he's still or not him, but Pitt's still there. They're still doing good things. Yeah. We also had Penn State and Purdue in a classic 35-31. How how about that uh, North Carolina uh, Appalachian State game? I was getting to that. I was going day by day. Oh, uh, of course. Then there was the Missouri Tigers beating Louisiana Tech. But again, oh yeah, about that. Such Listen to earning our stripes because this week's earning our stripes is going to be glorious. Oh yes. Friday, we saw the upset of Old Dominion over Virginia Tech, which <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, Every time that Old Dominion plays Virginia Tech, at they win. Yeah, 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 they do, which stop playing them then. Uh, Indiana squeaked out a win over Illinois. 
former Tiger Connor Bazelak with that 75-yard winning drive. Yeah. Even when he goes to Mizzou, or even when they leave Mizzou, they still beat Illinois. Yep. Still a true son. Ohio State and Notre Dame was way closer than everyone thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah. 21 to 10 is the final score there. Uh, Notre Dame, or not Notre Dame, Ohio State not really looking as good as we thought they were. I just, I'm going to say that whenever I was watching that, I was just kind of disappointed. Like, I thought it was going to be super like high-scoring affair and everything, and I mean, like, shoot, the defense has played really well, but it's like, man, I really would have expected you guys to score some more. Yes, indeed. It was kind of disappointing, honestly. Uh, speaking of disappointing, uh, Georgia blew the doors off of Oregon. Oh, yeah. That 49-3, to jeez Louise. Uh, Florida pulled off an upset over my lock of the week in Utah, <laughs> 29-26. Yeah, I was, I was wanting Utah to win that game so bad. I want them in the college football playoff. Just for chaos. Yeah. NC State won a thriller thanks to a missed extra point by East Carolina. Yep. Almost losing to an FCS team. That's an FBS team. Oh. East Carolina's in the American. Okay, my bad. I thought they used to, didn't they used to be FCS though? Yeah, no, no. not for I, a I while. Know. I don't know. Cincinnati finally loses a game, and it was to Arkansas down in Fayetteville. Sounds about right. Sad times. Seven-point loss for the Bearcats. This uh, doesn't really make me any more nervous about Arkansas this year for the Tigers, but, you know. Yeah. Houston had to go three overtimes to defeat UTSA. UTSA still looks like they could be really good this year. Yeah. So watch out for the road earners. They, they got something brewing down there in San Antonio. Uh-huh. BYU smothered Southern Florida. Uh, and then, yes, of course, the game that Ben talked about earlier, North Carolina, Appalachian State. Oh, man, that last the last 48 seconds of the game was just insane. Because there was like, how many scores was in that last 48 seconds? Like two or three? Well, there were 62 points scored in the final quarter. Yeah. That's just, blow. it blows my mind. Appalachian State scored 40, North Carolina scored 22. And Appalachian State just continues to fail on uh, Two-point conversions in the end zone. Yep. Uh, the Appalachian State quarterback had six touchdowns, by the way, through the air. App State's going to give someone some problems in the future. Yeah. Uh, this is a pause for Tommy. I don't know if he's going to hear this or not, but uh, his Nebraska Cornhuskers actually won. They won 38-17 to over North Dakota. An FCS school, oh. but they still got the win. Yep. Double overtime victory for the Wyoming Cowboys over the Tulsa Golden Hurricanes. 
Uh, your other notable games I'm scrolling through. James Madison blew out Middle Tennessee State. Or, yeah, Middle Tennessee State. Vanderbilt. Didn't, uh, my, what was that? Uh, the Miami game. Yeah, I was going to circle back to that one. Okay. I was going to circle back to Miami just blowing out Bethune Kick Cookman, but I guess we mentioned it there, so there you go. Miami blew out Bethune Kickman. What was that, like 70 to 13? Uh, 50 to th- 7. Oh. Uh, Vanderbilt remains undefeated. Let's go. Surviving a scare from Elon. Mm-hmm. The Kansas State Wildcats are victorious. They won 34 nothing over a FCS school. Congratulations. Yep. Coastal Carolina defeated Army. In a, by 10 points. Uh, Mississippi State defeated Memphis in that rivalry that they have every single year. The SMU Mustangs went down to Denton, Texas and blew the doors off of North Texas 48-10. to Syracuse defeated Louisville 31-7. to Oregon State defeated Boise State 34-17. to So the Beavers picked up the victory in that one. Let's go! I was right. And then Sunday night, Ben. Florida State and LSU. Uh-huh. The only SEC school to lose week one. The only SEC school to not be undefeated right now. Tisk tisk tisk. Vanderbilt has a better record than LSU right now. Uh-huh. By a blocked extra point, Florida State wins. No matter what happens this week, Vanderbilt will have a better record than LSU. Uh-huh. Uh, Vanderbilt welcomes in number 20-something, uh, or no, number 12, uh, maybe they're not even 12. Uh, they welcome in ranked Wake Forest this week. So, I, I saw that Wake Forest's uh, quarterback is like off, like the, like he he is he has been medically cleared to play now. Whoever their like good quarterback is, so. yeah, the one from last year. Yeah, but Brian Kelly, winless in his first try. Can't spell LSU without the L. Very, very true on that one. And uh, number four, Clemson. They struggled mightily in the first half, but they eventually just beat down Georgia Tech 41-10. Uh-huh. Uh, this game was played in Atlanta. There was nothing but orange in the stands. Yeah. You're in Atlanta. The same city that your college is in, and you can't get any fans to go to the game? <laughs> I. Uh, 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 overall thoughts from the official week one, Ben? Some teams are looking really good, some not so good. Um,. Some really? very, uh, very much expected blowouts. 
Riveting. Um, riveting. Very riveting. What was but, your game um, of the week? Uh, let me see. I need to pull pull this up. Uh, and yes, I was correct. Wake Forest is number 22. But... Um... Uh, um... Uh... 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 I don't know. Um, I do have... I do have a, a player, though. Alright. Uh, and that would be a Jackson State University University's quarterback, Shadur Sanders, uh, Deion Sanders' son. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Uh, he he what he went almost perfect. Like I think he was like twenty nine of thirty three with three hundred yards, something passing, and five touchdowns, which I thought was pretty wild. That is pretty crazy. Yeah, against Florida A and M. So I mean, which is they ended also up winning that. Yeah, they ended up winning uh, fifty nine to three. But I mean. So, I mean, it's not like they had competition, but just playing that perfect pretty much is just... Usually a quarterback has quite a few more uh, missed throws than that, and he played really well. I actually did pull up his stat line. Yes, he was 29 for 33, 323 passing yards, and five touchdowns. Yeah, so I thought that was really, really cool for him to do. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. So, yeah. Uh, And now we will send it over to Mr. Haley. Me and Mr. Haley for the NFL. All right, Ben, we're back. And it's now time. Oh, I do have I do have a couple other NCAA things that I was going to bring up really fast. All right. Now that we're back, you can go ahead and bring those up. Okay. So, the two th- two different occurrences happened where um I had noticed this, but let's see. The first one Where is it at? The first one is that um Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State's punter, number 29, Tom Hutton, is the oldest active FBS player at 32 years old. <laughs> it's that COVID year. Yeah. Gave him some and eligibility. Then, and then another, another player similar to this is a... North Texas quarterback Austin Aun, or it's spelled A U N E. I don't know how to say it really, but um, yeah, North Texas's quarterback is the oldest quarterback in the FBS at 29 years old, <laughs> and he was a former second round draft pick by the New York Yankees, and he spent six seasons playing minor league baseball before going to college. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's that COVID year, man, for real. <laughs> yeah, it's that COVID year, I'm telling you. That's why Barrett Bannister's still playing. Oh, yeah. 
But uh, that's a joke that only Missouri Tiger fans will get. Yes. <laughs> but it is now time, Ben, for your three things. I have I have a, a good couple three things here for us. So the first one is, I'm sure that you probably saw Barack, but the other day, uh, Bobby Witt Jr. became the fifth first-year player in MLB history to record a 2020 season. He is definitely a player we can build around in the future. Uh, you think? Uh, <laughs> then, um... Isn't he also leading us in home runs right now? Yeah. In fact, I will confirm that right now. Yes, he is leading us in <laughs> batting average, home runs, RBIs, and hits. Nice. The only thing he is not leading the Royals in hitting wise is OBS or O yeah, OBS, which is Hunter Dozier. <laughs> Man, when's the last time that guy played? It's been a minute. <laughs> Especially Anyways. since the young guys started, you know. Yeah. Showing that then, they're good. Yes. Good. And uh, next, uh, the other day, uh, Albert Pujols hit his 695th home run, which puts him one home run shy of Alex Rodriguez for uh, 696 home runs for fourth most all time. He's going to get... He's going to get 700. He's going to get 700. Yeah. It, there, There's no other way about it. He's getting 700. Yeah. Oh, here's an interesting stat. You know what else Bobby Wood Jr. leads the Royals in? Please don't say strikeouts. No, errors. Oh. With 17. Jeez Louise. Part of that is because they've had him out of position a lot. Yeah. No, I'm about to fig, uh, figure out here. No, he also leads the team in strikeouts. Ah. Uh. <laughs> and stolen bases. Yeah. And then finally, my number three. And runs. It's, it's, Drew Wa- it's Drew Waters, right, Brock? Yes, this dude. But, um, okay, but uh, last, last night he hit his first ever home run. As of recording. And... Yeah, and uh, uh, he revealed after the game that um, our pitcher, Zach Grinke, had previously bet him whenever he got to the Major League roster that he he bet him $100 that he would not hit a home run all season. And with him hitting that home run last night, uh, Zach Grinke has to give him 100 bucks. By the way, that home run was good in every ballpark. Oh, yeah. Thank you to Willet Dong on Twitter <laughs> for that. Uh, oh, we also forgot to talk about this with the NCAA. Uh, a 12-team model for the playoff has been approved. Not going to start until 2026, though. Doesn't matter. It, it, but, yeah, it is really big, and I'm, I'm glad that they finally did something. Because what's the current model? Like, what, four teams? 
Yeah. That's I, I think that's not fair to like everybody else, and I I think all the team more teams should have a chance at playing, and now they do. Which Mizzou fans then had salt poured in the wound with the 12 team yeah. playoff. Mizzou would have been in the playoff in 07, 2013, and just missed in 2010 and 2014. Uh, Don't remind us! Ouch. Why? Why? Uh, also, also uh, UCLA uh, said that they had a uh, reported attendance of 27,000. Ben, would you please check the Twitter group chat? All right, what happened? It'll be the... What did UCLA do? It would be the Reddit CF... P- or CFB Twitter account tweet from three days ago. UCLA, UCLA reports an absolutely fraudulent attendance of 27,000. Look at the video that it is quote tweeting. <laughs> that is not 27,000 people. That's got to include 20,000 season ticket holders who didn't show up. Dude, that looks so bad. There were more people at the Liberty North Liberty game this past Friday, which... Oh, 100%. In fact, me and Mr. Haley will talk about because he was there live. My little brother was there live, too, for the band. Yeah, it didn't go so well for your little brother's side. Yeah, and had to sit through that entire schlacking of our team. Hey, Tommy will have talked about that already, so... Yes. But, uh... There is that. Yeah, that's pretty funny, Brock. UCLA has no fans. Yeah, uh, we're going to the Big Ten with no fans. All right. And now it's time to go back with Tommy for the top five. And we're back. Uh, Your thoughts on on Ben saying that uh, Nebraska won't win another game this year. I honestly don't care. Like, I, I just don't. Ever, ever since, after all the Northwestern, after going to Ireland, losing to Northwestern that way, I just do not care at this point. This is what we get. Like, I alluded to it, what was it last week. I alluded to it last week. This is what we get for firing Bo Pelini. This is our curse of the Bambino. Are you punting the season completely? I don't, I don't know yet. See after like what they do against Indiana, and then I could decide to punt it away. Jesus, okay. I just don't. I just, just don't Indiana. Care just Indiana. Point. That's where the bar I just is. Don't I? I just don't care. I just do not care at this team anymore. I could care less. Whatever Scott Frost's magic he had at UCF it didn't fucking carry over. Like, at all. No. They need to fire him before that buyout becomes too ridiculously large because they have until October to do it. Uh, 
And that is our mandatory Nebraska Cornhuskers talk that we have every week. Uh, it is now time for the MIP of the week this week. Ben, what's yours? I have my MIP selected before the before the we were ready for the podcast to even be recorded, Brock. Same here. Ugh. So, um, over the weekend, over Labor Day weekend, on Saturday, I went up to Truman State to, uh, go see my little sister's first, uh, football game, because she's in the band up there, but, um, so I got to watch, uh, Truman State play Davenport, and, uh, they lost, 20 to 19, and my MIP of the week is Truman State's head football coach, because instead of putting the kicker who I went to high school with, the one and only, the GOAT, Grant Ross, who would have easily made this field goal, they decided to keep running the clock down and go down the field more, and then, like, score or kick a field goal with, like, 20 seconds left or something. No, they decided to just uh, keep driving with, like, a minute left, and the quarterback threw a pick. And that's not my buddy Grant's fault, and I know it's not... I mean, it is the quarterback's fault to some degree, but there had neither of the te- neither teams had scored since the first quarter of the game, and with a minute left in the game, if they would have kicked it from the 30-yard line, that would have gone in and put them up by two, but... And then Davenport would have gotten the ball back, obviously, but with how low the scoring had been the entire rest of the game, they wouldn't have gone down and scored with with less than a minute on the clock. And so I think this loss is completely on the head coach, and that's why he is my MIP of the week. How rare is it that we have a Division two school pop up yes, as division, MIP of the division week? Division two football. Division oh, two. Hang, hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on a second. Quote from a Truman State... Uh, student, a.k.a. my sister, who is a varsity uh, thrower for their track team, uh, her quote on the game is, uh, she literally didn't know their season started. Oh, for Truman? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That that's kind of, that, that is quick analysis that you can only get from right here on BTT for Division Two college football division two football division two football so yeah there you go truman state football team uh not often we have division two as a mip the week candidate tommy kind of a once in a blue moon type of thing Ah, screw the blue moon it's (laughs) not often that we have division two coverage at all oh yeah at all uh, your MIP of the week this week, Tommy. Uh, let's go up to a division. Let's go D one. Okay. Let's go to uh, let's go to Baton Rouge. Oh, good lord! Okay. So, if you didn't watch, what was that? Sun- the game was what Sunday. Yes. See, if you were under a rock, you missed a insanely amazing game between LSU and Florida State. I don't of course, know if college I'm... kickers. I don't know if amazing is the right word. I, it was it was it was college football. Was it like 
like uh, Gus Johnson during the Texas Oklahoma game. College football. <laughs> type of deal. It was that type of deal. But either way, Brian Kelly was handed his first loss at LSU, and of course he uh, was. It, I think today or the day after. I think it today. Like two, it was like a Tuesday. Um, he had a press conference and all that, and he kind of, you know, snarked at a, uh, a reporter that was, like, running late. He's like, oh, you got to put some, st- I guess they have a thing in the, like a, like a late jar or something like that. He's like, and then the reporter says, maybe if you win games, I won't show up late. And I was like, hmm, already. Hmm. As I mentioned with Ben, Vanderbilt currently... No matter what this week, Vanderbilt will have a better record than LSU after this By week. By the way, it is still hot in the state of Louisiana, and it's now even hotter after uh, Ryan Kelly just got handed uh, an absolute slap in the face by a reporter. And it gets hot down there, by the way. Just throwing that out there. No, oh, I know. The humidity. <laughs> I know. So you're going with LSU as your MIP of the week this week? No, I'm going specifically with Brian Kelly. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with college football. And we're going to go north of Baton Rouge, significantly north. Uh, In fact, north of us. I'm going with Iowa. I shouldn't be laughing, but it was kind of funny how they won. Now, I'm saying this here now because I already said it with Ben. I don't know which version I'm going to be using for that. So. Say it. No, I said it with Ben. I don't have to say it here. Oh. So I'm just inputting that part in. Well, you can tell me and just cut it out. Right. Uh... Iowa because they scored seven points without scoring a touchdown. They kicked a field goal and got two safeties and won seven to three over FCS South Dakota State. Bro, it's literally they literally did the meme of task failed successfully. Yeah. So Iowa Hawkeyes are my Dude Dude, that's I still find that so hilarious that they had two safeties in a field goal and still somehow won. And I'm like, probably the most amount of points I will score this season. <laughs> no, it's not. No, they play Nebraska this year. Did Are you, you kidding me? Did you watch? Hold on, but did you watch the? There was a video of the, the uh, a shot of the crowd, and it was this tiny little kid trying to hype up like all the people around him, like, "Oh, my sweet summer child, you have no idea of Iowa football." Yeah. Well, Tommy, it is now time to talk about the NFL. Oh, it's back. Tomorrow, in fact. Football's been back since, like, August of the 27th, but football is back Thursday. Yes. Is this going out on Thursday? It's going out on Wednesday. Oh, okay. We normally put these out. Tomorrow. So, I would like to, uh, before we 
get too far. I would like to review our predictions that we did for a while ago of uh, what we thought every t- each one of our three teams' favorite each one of our three favorite teams' records would be. So, to review, starting with Mister Haley's New Orleans Saints. Tommy, you said the Saints were going to go ten and seven. Macy said they would uh-huh. go eight and nine. I said they would go six and eleven. And Ben said they would go ten and seven. Based off everything you've seen preseason and everything else, uh, your optimism in them still going ten and seven. I think they might go. 11 and 6. You're now putting them at 11 and 6. So I will now mm-hmm. update that to reflect as much. Look, I, I mean, I will change mine because I will say they have gotten better. They have gotten significantly better. However, they are not getting double digits with wins with me. I have them at eight and uh, or at 9 and 8 now. They're still going to find a way to beat Tampa twice. And add to, there's going to be one game. In one of those games, it's like. Kind of like how it was last year, how they just somehow just come with literally everyone out with COVID and just pulled up win like out of a out of a hat like a like a magician's hat. And uh, I still find I still find it crazy that Tom Brady, since joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, has had a losing record against the New Orleans Saints. He's won the games when it's mattered against them. It doesn't matter. He still has a losing record against them. Doesn't matter. Pre or regular season doesn't matter. It matters what happens when it they do, met in the but, postseason. Right, but still though, he still. I get the one win is in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But still though, he still has a losing record. Okay. He cool. still has a losing record against the Saints. I don't know. I don't know. I, just, I, I, I still cannot wrap my head around this. Uh, moving to my Indianapolis Colts. You and Macy both said that the Colts would go 10-7. and seven. I said they would go to 11-6. and six. Ben says, said that they would go 12-5. and five. Staying pat firm on that one, or are you uh, bumping uh, it up? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay pat firm, but I will say this. It all... It all hangs in the balance on how Jonathan Taylor can sustain what he did last season. He has to sustain what he did last season. And if he does, and if he goes above that, then I'm I'm going to keep firm on this. But I'm just saying, Jonathan Taylor has to have another outstanding season. Like he did last year. I'm staying firm on my eleven and six. Everything the Titans have done recently has only made me more worried the Colts are gonna win the division. I mean, you're gonna see Julio Jones for two games and that's it. Oh no, Julio Jones and no one can throw it to him. Exactly. He's gonna be he's gonna play two games and that's it. Yeah. Uh, Ben is also staying firm on his 12-5, and five, by the way. Really? 12-5? Yeah. He feels very confident about the Colts, apparently. It all, it all hinders on Jonathan Taylor. No, it doesn't. 
I, it all hinges on the offensive line. And Jonathan Taylor. Finally, the Chiefs. <laughs> I will tell you right now, I am changing my prediction. Uh, me, you, and Macy all had them going 9-8. and eight. Ben had them going 10-7. and seven. Would you like to change yours? I'm still kind of firm on 9-8. and eight. Okay. I am changing. Although, re-looking, although... At, uh, the other day, revisiting their schedule, they have one of the softest finishes in all of the NFL. Yeah, like that five that five game stretch they have with Seattle, Tech, uh, Houston, was it Denver? Denver twice. Yeah, but that's going to be a dogfight. Because yeah, Denver, I, I, Denver twice. I, Denver will not be as good as everyone says they were because. You know, you hear, oh, they're going to be so good because now they have competent quarterback. Yeah, Drew, Drew so. Locke. No, let me finish. Drew Locke threw passes to these guys. The receivers just didn't catch them. No, no, he had a terrible wide receiver core. Which is why him being in Seattle, I'm sitting here, I'm going, watch Drew Locke just. Be good now. Have a complete breakout season. Yes, because he's got now, now he has now, now he's receivers. Now he's got he's Tyler Lockett and DK DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. I really feel like he should have been the starter over Geno Smith. Give it a give it a few weeks. I I know, but still though, I feel okay. Whatever. All right. Yeah. No, I'll just give it a few weeks. So you're staying at nine and eight. I'm kind of staying packed for him at nine and eight because of the. Because of how, like, it's just that opening, like, oh, the opening to it's brutal. It's uh, Cardinals, Chargers, Colts for the first three. Like, five out of their first six games are literally hell on earth. You Wait. have the Cardinals, you have the Chargers, you have the Colts, you have the Bucks, and then you have the Bills, and the Raiders oh, are in there. I was about to say, the Raiders are going to be a tough one for them. I said, I, no, that's why I said five out of the first six games are hell on yeah. earth. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven's going to be tough. Eight, oh, and... seven is... <laughs> there, dude, there, dude, it's like hell on earth. Eight is meh. Nine, that's a gimme. Ten, like last tough. Five games. Eleven, like tough. Twelve, tough. Thirteen, tough. Fourteen, dub. Fifteen, we'll see. Sixteen, tough. Seventeen, tough. They play three give-me's, and they'll probably choke one of those. Like re-looking at the schedule, it's like Jesus Christ. This thing is hell. This thing is just so. <laughs> and with that being said, I have them going eleven and six. You know what? And probably <sighs> winning the division. Seven. Ten and seven. You're going ten and seven. Yeah. You know why I have them going eleven and six, and I changed it. Why's that? Two reasons: Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. See, I don't. I see. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. 
Plus, the other thing is, the rest of the AFC West has to prove something to me before I say that they can be taken down. When we pick division winners here next, uh, we'll, uh, yeah, I'm telling you right now, I have the Chiefs winning the AFC West, so... As it is now time for that, as we will pick the division winners. Mr. Haley. Yes. Which conference would you like to start in? Um, you know what? We'll start in the AFC. All right. And you just want to start with the West? Um, sure. All right. Who do you got? I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I have to agree with you because until somebody proves us otherwise, they're the class of the division. Because here's the thing why I'm picking the Chiefs. Because you looked at what happened last season with the Chargers. I get they split the season series with them. But it's it, for me, last season, it was the game against the Texans that kind of, you know. Demortalized the Chargers. But you kind of like, you know, just like, was like, really? The Texans, you shouldn't be getting blown out of the water by them. You should be doing the, you should be doing, you should be blowing them out of the water and not you guys getting blown out of the water. Yeah. Also, they called timeout. But they needed a tie to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Still salty over that. I know you're salty over that. Anyway, uh, AFC East. Do I have to ask? I mean, just get the tables, bro. Yeah, Buffalo. Uh, now this is where it gets interesting. The AFC North. See, this is here's the thing with the North. It's always the most interesting division in all of football, except this year. I really, I'm gonna say Cincinnati. I'm gonna say Cincinnati and take the Bengals because with the Ravens, they're not giving Lamar Jackson literally any help. They're literally just like, if Lamar asks for something, they're like, "Oh, did you mean not this?" Lamar Jackson is a more talented version than Cam Newton. I just. I just don't... Is Lamar Jackson good? Yes, I think he's good. Is he... He's good at running the ball. He's good at running the ball. That's it. No, it's all right at passing. No, he's not even all right. He's good at checkdowns. You know what he is? You know what he is? He's a more athletic Alex Smith. I like how the pain you to say that, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. Because Alex I mean, Smith was right. an MVP candidate one year. I still cannot believe that he was an MVP candidate. What year was that? Uh, God, what year, year was that? Year before Mahomes came in. So, 17? Oh my god, it was. Oh my god. Yep. 
Uh, AFC South time, as I also have the Bengals in the North, because I'm... The one thing I want to see of the Bengals is can they keep the success they had last season? That's all I'm just hoping for, is can yeah. they sustain what they did last year with their Super Bowl run? Yep. South. The Colts. God damn it. Duh. Why is that a duh? I just, look. I mean, look at what Tennessee has done. I just, uh. Don't put expectations on us, please. Oh, come on. But. At least make the playoffs there. That's some heavy expectations there. And the f- because of what you just the said there, the that's make the reason I have the Titans. <laughs> of course. But I'm doing that mainly for my own sanity. You're just doing this out of spite? To not put the pressure on them? Yeah. Oh, come on. They don't even play the Colts at the end of the year. They play them like, what was it, like week two or th- like week three or four or whatever? doesn't matter. It's still the Colts. It's Andrew right, Luck. Andrew Luck leaving this team, him. retiring and quitting on this team, killed no, yeah, us. A, he did not. No, he did not quit on that team. Absolutely, do not say that. Tommy, he signed an extension literally the year before. He did not quit on that team. He did not quit on that team. Retiring means that you quit on a team. It's not. I'm sorry that, you know, he was a literal glass cannon. Yeah. The man was a literal glass cannon. Yeah. He was. I do. Who didn't listen to the doctors. And that's why he retired due to his injuries. Whatever. NFC West. The NFC West? Yep. So, hang on. To review the AFC division winners that we have. AFC West. Me and Tommy have Kansas City. East, Buffalo, for both of us. North, Cincinnati, both of us. South, Tommy has gone with my Colts. I have gone with the Titans, just because I don't want the Colts to be a division winner. Because it's out of spite, and he's nervous. Because we need to draft a quarterback. You do realize if you want to, you do realize if if you guys have a draft in the mid twenties, you guys are going to have to mortgage the house to get to move way up to get a quarterback. Not necessarily. Not necessarily, but if you need to get into the teens, I mean, then they're going to ask for at least something good. No, if we're, I mean, the Steelers got Kenny Pickett, and they were a playoff team. Yeah, but they but Kenny Pickett kind of was falling to them. That's fine. Mac Jones fell to the Patriots. I don't think that was a coincidence that he fell to the Patriots. That's fine. Did you see how we walked out to get his stuff? Yeah, stone cold, baby. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and uh, anyway, NFC West. We will circle back to the. Eh, no, we'll do it now. Who are your wildcard teams? Remember, there's three of them. There's three? Oh, God, that's right. There are three this year. Yep. Oh, man. Um. Uh, Titans? 
Okay. In the, this is in the AFC, correct? Yeah. Patriots. Okay. And Chargers. All right. Uh, my wild cards are the Colts, the Chargers, and Baltimore. New England, I think, is going to take a step back this year. Uh, mm. If not for know. any other reason, Miami hasn't. If for no other reason, Miami has improved enough that they will take a game or two from them, and that'll doom them. That that yeah. I don't know. For if for no other reason. Actually, you know what? I'm changing the Patriots. I'm going to take the Dolphins instead. Whoa! No, actually, you know what? Uh, no, no, no. Plus, no, the no, no, no. A- the AFC no. East no, plays no, the no, NFC no, no, North no. this year. No, no. Wait, wait, say that again? The AFC East plays the AFC North and the NFC North this year. Oh, Okay. Also, yeah, we I'm get a rematch gonna... of Colts and uh, uh, Patriots again, so that's uh, fun. Well, I mean, so hang on, hang on. What did I say? The Titans, Chargers. Hang on. This is who the Patriots have to play this year: Miami twice, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Green Bay, Detroit, Cleveland, Cincinnati, the Jets twice, the Colts. Vikings, Bills twice, Arizona, Vegas, and Cincinnati. You know what? I'm taking. I'm gonna take the Patriots out. Okay. And I just I don't know why. I just don't know why. And you're gonna think I'm absolutely insane. It's not the Dolphins. It's definitely not the Dolphins. Okay. I think it's the Steelers. I'm gonna take the Steelers. <laughs> Over Baltimore. I just don't. I just don't know why. I just don't know why. But Tommy, I'm like, sending a drug test over to your house right now. It's clean, by the way. <laughs> oh God! This is just a two thirty a.m. just like gut feeling. All right. NFC so to review. Tommy's wildcard teams are Tennessee, Pittsburgh, the and the Chargers. Mine are Indianapolis, the Chargers, and Baltimore. Watch the things be just completely drastically different. Yeah, watch it be like Denver. By the, t- by by the by way, January. we don't have Denver or Vegas in there, and Vegas was a playoff team last year. I mean... And they got a great offensive weapon. They're still going to find a way to lose the Chiefs twice. I already know it. NFC West time. Uh, the Rams. I was about to say the Rams. Is there any debate here? No, there's like literally no debate. Like they have to take a drastic nose, like nosedive, for them not to win the division. Drastic nosedive. The dumpster fire known as the NFC East. 
Remember, there has not been a repeat winner in this division since, like, 2014. Oh, God. Who won the division last year? Dallas. Dallas? Yes. See, I feel like it rotates. Yeah. With that, I'm going Philly. That's who I have. They got some nice weapons for Jalen. Jalen looked pretty good. Uh, yeah. That, that's my reasoning. NFC North. Uh, uh, Dude, this is a literal, like, now, oh, man. How are you struggling? I, get, I know it's, I'm taking the Packers, but. <laughs> I was about to say, how is this a struggle for you? Does Aaron Rodgers actually have? Running backs. I'm going to ask this again. What wide receivers of note does Aaron Rodgers have? Exactly. Give me a second. I'm I'm still taking Green Bay, though. Give me a second. Randall Cobb? Other than Randall Cobb. Sammy Watkins? Alan Lazar. Wait, he signed with Green Bay? Yeah. Alan Lazard. I'm still going to take Green Bay. I am as well. And the South. Let's see how delusional you really are. I mean, for some... I mean... Do it. For some reason... Do it. Saints are on the way to win. Do it. Tampa twice. Do it, because this is Tampa's schedule. Dallas, you, Green Bay, Chiefs, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Carolina, Ravens, Rams, Seahawks, Browns, you, Niners, Bengals, Cardinals, Panthers, Falcons. What? That's the schedule for Tampa Bay. Do it. Do it, you mad bastard. I'm insane. I'm fucking taking the Saints. I'm I'm insane. Don't even think about it. But it's not the Saints. I'm insane, but it's not the Saints. You you And it's not Tampa. Think it's not not New Orleans and it's not Tampa. Do not even think about, about it. I swear to God, if you say Atlanta... No. What? No. What the hell? Why don't you Carolina? Excuse me? Baker Mayfield revenge tour. Oh, g- give me a... Give me a... <laughs> give, oh, give me a break. You think I'm taking Carolina? Hell no. Give me Brady. It's Brady. It, it is his... Forever. Wildcard teams. So to review, here are Tommy's division... Well, the division winners. Me and Tommy have, in the West, the Rams. In the East, the Eagles. In the North, the Packers. Tommy has taken his Saints because he's insane. And I have taken the Buccaneers. Wildcard teams. Who you got? Hmm. Wildcard teams? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Dallas is going to find a way to be a wild card team. Yeah. Okay. Well, since I picked the Saints, I'm taking Tampa as my wild card team. <laughs> and your third wild card. See, it's so it's so much easier in the AFC, but in the NFC, it's like you got so many freaking teams. Need something. I say the 49ers. Okay. I have the Niners, the Cowboys, and Minnesota. I think they're going to be sneaky good. Which means I have the Saints barely missing the playoffs. So wait, you have the Saints with an... Okay. They're 9-8. and eight, Winning record. Have them missing the playoffs. Then what do you have the Cowboys record as? Nine and eight. And it's going to come down to the fact that the Cowboys... Need I remind you that they play the Bengals, the Rams, the the Vikings, the Colts. Mm -hmm. The Packers, the Bucks. The Packers, the Bears, the Lions. I've known in that game. They play the Commanders twice. They play the Giants twice. Just like the non-division teams. Okay. So, they play the Lions, the Bears, the Texans, the Jaguars. Plus the Giants and Commanders twice. And they'll split the games with the Eagles. They'll be a playoff team. Am I wrong based off that? No, you're not. Exactly. Oh, and they play the Titans. Uh, are they in Tennessee or is that game at Jericho? It's in Tennessee. It's in still Tennessee? the Titans. It'll be mm-hmm. a dogfight. Interesting. So, to review, Tommy, your wildcard teams are Dallas, Tampa Bay, San Francisco. I have San Francisco, Dallas, and Minnesota. Uh... There you go. I will get what Ben's are later. I forgot to ask him. So there you go. That is our NFL predictions for this year. It is now time for our top five, Tommy. FYI, with our NFL predictions, they're going to go completely wrong, off the rails. I think at least three of the division winners that we have picked. Are lost. I'm solid. I'm like kind of set in stone with some of the division winners. The other ones, I'm just, I don't yeah. know. I'm very confident. The Fire, known as the NFC East, I just don't really know. I just picked Philly because they look the best. God, which is sad to say. Which is, that's not sad to say. Remember 2020, how bad it, the division was that year? Yeah, I do, because that gave us Taylor Heineke almost beating Tom Brady in the playoffs. Dude, I stop. Stop! Anyway, it's now time for our top five of the week this week, Tommy and Ben. Uh, and this was an interesting top five this week. Wasn't it, Tommy? Yes. Yes, it was. Something a little bit out of what we normally do. To show you all that we are actually intellectuals as well as just, you know, we're not the complete idiots that you hear all the time. Uncultured swines. We are not uncultured swines. 
this week is our top five favorite books. So, Tommy, would you like to get us started with your number five? Yes. Clockwork Orange is my number five. Mmm. Good choice. Not on the list, though. Huh? Not on my list, though. Uh, Ben, your number... Oh, my bad, Tommy. Never mind. Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? Thank you, though. Thank you, though. Ben, your number five? Okay, so my number five, it's a book series, but um, my number five is the Ranger's Apprentice book series by John Flanagan. And I don't know if, if you, any of you guys had read that series, but I read it back in, like, middle school, high school, and it's, like, medieval times and everything, and, uh, like, the, the main, like, the title, Ranger's Apprentice, the Rangers are, like, these, like, assassin, like, archer dudes or whatever in medieval times, and it's really cool. Great, it's a great series to read. All right, my number five is The Seven Pillars of Wisdom, an autobiography by Lawrence of Arabia. So, yeah. what? Yeah, how's that for starting off first? As a five. Yeah, that's right. An autobiography by Lawrence of Arabia. Seven Pillars of Wisdom. Starting off strong on my list. Tell me you're number four. Um, so you said books. Does it like can it like be like a series? Yes, with Ben's Harry Potter. And, yeah. Okay. Um, so people obviously know it as Game of Thrones, but the series is by George R. R. Martin. It's actually called A Song of Ice and Fire. This is a Game of Thrones series. The books. And you know what's funny? Mm. Reading the books compared to... Because I've watched the show. I've watched Game of Thrones. Watching the show and then reading the books to completely... The show is... has Keeps it somewhat close to the source material, but then there's some things that they just completely leave out. Probably for the best. Plus... (laughs) Every time I th- every time I hear um, the Game of Thrones theme, I always think of you. Remember when South Park did like uh, the Black Friday special with this? <laughs> yes. You know yeah, how they're in George R. R. Martin's house, and then they he has a choir, and they start seeing the uh, uh, the. Yeah. Oh, what this thinking about because it's plaguing my head right now. Oh, uh, South Park. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other than that, it's 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 just really it's just really good. Uh, my number four is the Little League that could. The story of the AFL. I don't know why you were gonna say the little engine that could. I was like, no. excuse me. No, the Little League that could. 
yes, the story I mean, of the I AFL. You, I, I heard what you said, but yes. I was like, a little, like, the little. No. When you said the little, I'm like, is he going to say the little engine that it could? No. To be fair, it's a goaded kid's book, though. <laughs> it is a goaded kid's book, but no, the little league that could. Uh, it. If you wanted a reason why I became so obsessed with sports knowledge and history, uh, you can blame that book right there. Uh, I was in seventh grade, and I read that book. Ben, you're number four? My number four will be the Harry Potter series by... J.K. Rowling. Here comes I the controversial comments and the. I, I don't. I don't fans. associate anything with her at all. I don't care. The books are still good. I don't care anything about her, but the books are good. And so yeah. that's all I'm going to say about that. You just upset someone somewhere. <laughs> all right, Tommy, you're number three. My number three. Yes. Uh, the Green Mile. Hmm. All right. One of my, like, favorite Stephen King books. Like, well, one of my favorite Stephen King books. Aha. So we'll get to another one later. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say this now. I don't know where Ben has, I don't think, I think I know, uh, I was going to say this now. Harry Potter as a book. It's already been said. It's already been said. Okay, I'm going to say this now. I'm not positive. I'm pretty sure that was his five. I was going to say this now. I tried reading the Harry Potter books. And I'm like, yeah, no. No, can't do this. Yeah. A lot of those popular books. I just like the movies a lot better than the books. I don't even Like, like the movies. I mean... I watched like all. I watched all the Harry Potter movies. Never read a. I've tried. I've read a couple of pages of the first book, and that's it. Same goes for like you know the Hobbit and like the Lord of the Rings and all that. Yeah, that one. Those aren't on my list at all. Watched watched all the movies, but I've never read a single page of the books at all, at all. So, The Green Mile is your number three. Correct. Uh, My number three is actually something that ties into your podcast. Uh, Double Crossing, The Gold Dust Trio. Uh, It is a book about the origin of how professional wrestling became fixed. So, really good book. Highly recommend. But yeah, Double Crossing, Gold Dust Trio. Good book. Uh, ben, your number three. My number three. Tommy might be a little upset with me for putting this at number three, but I am going with uh, the, one, the One Piece manga by Ichiro Oda. Uh, as me and Tommy are both uh, big One Piece fans. Um, it's definitely a great series, and I'm currently reading through it and watching it. But um, 
Yeah, One Piece is my number three. Uh, of course it's One Piece. Oh, uh, wait, where did he have it? Three. Here it at number three? Yeah. Acceptable. Acceptable. You know how many chapters it is? Or, I mean, it's a weekly thing that's going on. <laughs> what? It's, it's a weekly serialization. So chapters will come out weekly. Well, not every... I mean, hold on, let me rephrase that. So it's, it's, it's part of, like, a weekly, like, a comic, like, thing that comes out with, like, multiple other, like, chapters called Shonen Jump. It's, like, a weekly... Uh, comic book chapter thing that comes out weekly. Is that it's your number just... three? No, I'm just explaining. Oh, okay. how it... So the guy that created it, he will do chapters weekly. He'll do like three chapters a week, like a week straight. So like one will come out one week and then he'll have another one the next week and then another one the next week. And then he'll be off two weeks and then he'll release another chapter. Okay. You're number three. Or two. We're up to two. I said my number three. I know. I said you're number two. Oh. You know. Uh. It. Not surprising. You know what's funny? Watching the two movies. Hey, you know what would be even better? If you didn't cover up and you didn't sound muffled. Um. I'm going to say, oh, let me repeat this. Oh, my number two is It. And I'm just going to say this one thing really clear. The uh, movies, like the, the most recent release of the movies. Oh, man. They watered down a lot. And I mean a lot of the source material. Isn't there in that book. kids orgy in the book? I'm not, I'm not sure how to, how to, we don't talk about that. I'm like, there's that... a lot of things they watered down, and I am, and I am, uh, drastically downplaying, they playing that too. Plus, there's some weird cosmic world turtle thing in the book. I still to this day do not understand what, like, why that was there. Who knows? It's Stephen King. It's Stephen King, and plus that book. <laughs> you know how long it took me to read this whole thing? How long? It, it, it took me like two or three months to read it. Jesus. Because of how ridiculously long this book was. It was good, don't get me wrong, but like, oh my god, there were some things I didn't need to know, but he just kept going on and on and on about it's like why are you still calling that's where so this book is where like the uh the term stephen king details started (laughs) you're laughing but i'm like dead serious when i'm saying no i know you are (laughs) right my number two is an american classic of mice and men So good. So good. So good. Um, need I say more? I no. think everyone was 
forced to read it in high school, like we were, and that's where I, I read it. I was to kill a mockingbird. I I also had to read that, but I, I don't know. There were certain parts of it that I didn't enjoy, like the majority of stuff with the kids. I mean, uh, yeah. I would prefer yeah. a lot more if it was just the meat of what's happening in the book. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I liked To Kill a Mockingbird, but yeah. it was like... Yeah. But there were certain parts in there I'm like, this doesn't need to be in here. Yeah. Like, we went through and there was a fence there and they described the fence. I'm like, I don't need that. Trying to get the work found up. That's all it was. Yeah. Um, ben, you're number two. My number two. Um, everyone can probably uh, remember this from high school, but my number two is The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Oh, interesting placing on that one, Ben. Mm, interesting. I, interesting. I, I just know me personally, out of all the books that I read in high school... That one was by far my favorite one. I had a couple of other ones that I really liked in high school as well, like Lord of the Flies and some of the others. I absolutely hated Scarlet Letter. That book sucked. But I um, had to read it. The Great Gatsby was my favorite book I read in high school, and that is why it's my number two. Yeah, that uh, <clears throat> that might be on my list somewhere. <laughs> Very interesting choice there, Ben, that may or may not be showing up later <laughs> on my list. That might be my number one. Might not. Might be. Tommy, you're five through two before giving your number one. So, so we're cap. Uh, pulls up. Uh, my number five. Clockwork Orange, number four, the Game of Thrones series, uh, number three, the Green Mile, number two, It, and number one, The Shining. Really like Stephen King, don't you? Yes. That was like, you know what's funny is, reading The Shining, that was like my first ever Stephen King book, and I don't regret starting on that. Because it's like, oh, you read The Shining, you should read It. And it's like, you should, or it's like, oh, you should read The Green Mile, like It, and all that. Um, Cujo. Pet Cemetery. That's, yeah, Pet Cemetery. Man uh, in the High Castle. What about the car? <laughs> yeah. I probably could have put down a few Henry Turtledove books in here, but I didn't want to get super I mean, historical nerdy on all of you, so. You need that point more. It's The Shining. Yeah. Uh, working no play makes Homer something, something, something. Go crazy? Don't mind if I do. Uh, South Park reference now. Simpsons reference. Let's go. Uh, my five through two. Number five, The Seven Pillars of Wisdom, the autobiography of Lawrence of Arabia. Number four, The Little League That Could, the story of the AFL. Number three, Double Crossing, the Gold Dust Trio, the story of how professional wrestling became fixed 
number two of Mice and Men, and number one, Ben's number two, The Great Gatsby. Yes, Tommy. Wait, that's Ben's number one? That's Ben's number two. That is my number one. Ah. Is The Great Gatsby. Does that surprise you at all? No, not really. I'm not, <laughs> man. I think I had to read that. I think yeah, we had to read that uh, junior year. Oh yeah, it was a junior year, wasn't it? Yes, I had to stop and think about which teacher, I, which English teacher I had. I had two really bad English teachers and two really good English teachers in high school. And, yeah, it was one of my good ones, and she wanted me to do, after taking her class, she wanted me to take advanced ELA, advanced English with her the next year. That wasn't going to (laughs) happen. Can I say my least favorite book? Well, no, we got to get to Ben. Oh. And then you can. Uh, Ben... If you will. My number five is the Ranger's Apprentice book series. My number four is the Harry Potter book series. My number three is the One Piece manga series. My number two is The Great Gatsby. And finally, my number one is the the Berserk manga series by Kentaro Miura. Rest in peace. But Berserk is such, such a good series. And, like, if you, if you, like, sword fighting and you, like, beating up, destroying, like, slicing up demons and stuff and monsters, you'll love it for that. Um... And overall, just the artwork in these books is just amazing, and I would highly recommend it to anybody who would, uh, who who's thought about it or who hasn't. Read it; it's really good. Berserker, of course. Berserker. Oh, that is peak fiction right there. Mark, I know you don't like anime, but that's like something you would totally enjoy. You and him it's, both say that all the time. I'm literally saying this right now. This dude wields a 400-pound heap of raw iron that he's used so much that it exists on both the physical and astral plane, meaning he can fucking kill ghosts with it. Language. Sorry, but it's like he literally has a sword that he's had. He has soaked in so much demonic blood that he can kill ghosts with it. I'm not even joking. That's that is a canonical explanation of what his sword is. Plus, it's called the Dragon Slayer. You were saying your least favorite book? Uh, Fahrenheit four fifty one. Ooh. Uh, minus Catcher in the Rye. Did Kill not. John Lennon. <laughs> Kill John Lennon. Damn, another South Park reference. Why? 
seriously though, I like. Dude, I don't think I think it was like my eighth grade year or something. I don't remember when it was. They had a I don't remember what year of school it was, but they had us read it, and I was like, "This book, I cannot." Like, I don't this remember is not being good. told to read that. Bro, I I think I was I think it was in North Kansas. I think it was before I went to Liberty School District. Well, then it was in eighth grade. It wasn't no no I I kind of doubled back on eighth grade. It was like. It was it was before I went to South Valley. Yeah, and me and you met at the New Students to Liberty meeting that they had at South Valley. Yeah, I think so I me had, and you think became best friends. Northgate Middle School. I think it was like I think my sixth grade. Okay. They had us read it, and I was like, I cannot read. I'm like, this is just not. Ugh, cannot do it. But I did, and I hated every second of it. Did you know they made a TV show out of it? No. Yes. We've probably lost the majority of our audience on this because... They made they made a show of Fahrenheit 451. Huh. So with Michael B. Jordan or something. I think it was with Michael B. Jordan. I don't know. Good Lord. Okay. Well, on that note, it is now time for picks... I don't know how we're going to transition from Fahrenheit 451 to 14 NFL games, or 14 games in total of football and gambling, but here we are. So here we go, gentlemen. It is now time for picks. Yes. Seven from the NFL and seven from the NCAA. Including three, count them, three top 25 matchups. Which I didn't realize there were that many this week. We will start yeah, in the there's, NFL. There's a lot. We will start in the NFL. The Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams, where the Buffalo Bills are two and a half point favorites. Tommy, who do you got? Wait, what's the game? Bills the and Rams. Rams. And the Bills? Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites? Yes, they are. <sighs> Tells you how much Vegas likes the Bills this year. Hey, here's the thing. I don't know. See, after last season, I really don't know what NFL Creative has in store for this season. I really don't. Let's see. It's ring ceremony. It's banner ceremony for the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams. All right. Tommy going with the Rams. What the hell just happened there? Okay, cool. Uh, I have to agree with you on that one. I will also be taking the Rams. Ben, who do you got? Alright, so for this, I think I will actually, I'll actually say no, and I, I think the, as much as I hate to say it, I think the Rams are going to win. So you're taking the Rams plus two and a half then? Yes. Alright. So there you go, all of us are taking the Rams this week. Uh, next game... The New England Patriots travel down to South Beach to take on the Miami Dolphins, where the Dolphins are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Tommy, who do you got? 
Um, dolphins. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. You were just gaslighting the dolphins earlier. Dude, I just... Ooh. I'm taking Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also have the Patriots. Ben, who do you got? I'm going New England three and a half. All right, so you're going with the road team versus the Dolphins. I don't even know why the Dolphins are favored. (laughs) Next game, the revenge game for Baker Mayfield. Cleveland Browns at the Carolina Panthers, where the Panthers are one and a half point favorites. Who do you got, Tommy? Uh, mm, man, I don't know. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett has the start for Cleveland. For Cleveland? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's going to be starting for a bit, so. Yeah. I want to take... Oh, man, I, you know what? Ah, screw it. I'm going Carolina. Join me, brother. The Panthers are going to be a playoff team. Calm down. <laughs> they are. Calm down. I have the Panthers as well. Ben, who do you got? I will take Cleveland. Or, no. Shoot, my bad. I will take Carolina one and a half because Baker Mayfield is going to make Cleveland pay. And uh, Jacoby Brissett is the starter for Cleveland as of right now. Next game. The Green Bay Packers are one and a half point favorites on the road at Minnesota. Tommy, who do you have? Here's the thing. They always like to struggle in Minnesota. Always. They always seem to have problems in Minnesota. But With that being said, I'm taking the Vikings. Whoa! Holy cow. Uh. Wow. Okay. Uh, I have Green Bay. Because the Vikings haven't shown they can do anything yet to change that fact. And I have a feeling the Vikings might lose on a field goal. So... Ben, who do you have? I will take Green Bay one and a half favorites over Minnesota because it's Green Bay at Minnesota and Aaron Rodgers is probably going to win this game. Next game, the Kansas City Chiefs travel down to the desert to play the Arizona Cardinals where the Chiefs are six and a half point favorites. Ah, that's a lot. It, it's a touchdown pretty much. That's a lot. I'm looking at the game right now, and ESPN said, like, through Vivid Seats, tickets go as low as $102. Yep. Like, excuse me? Yeah. Well, it's opening day. Yes, I know. I get that. Both teams were good last year. Man, I don't know. (sighs) 
The question is: Is Kyler Murray do it? Is, is Kyler Murray doing his homework before this game? It's a real question. Tommy is living his nightmare right now. I just don't I just don't know, man. I will also be taking the Chiefs. I have a feeling the Cardinals are gonna take a major step back. Ben, who do you got? I will take Kansas City on this one because I want us to win this game and we're gonna do it for Lynn Dawson and Kyler Murray is short. You mean they're gonna downsize? Listen, Ben also made that joke about Kyler, just straight up said <laughs> Kyler Murray is short. I knew it. I knew no, it. I'm, I'm serious. Like, I know, so breaking the fourth wall on this one, Ben wasn't here for these picks. So Ben, or Tommy can't hear that when he made, Ben made his pick, he just said Kyler Murray is short, so I'm taking the Chiefs. <laughs> you ever see that picture of just how, like, tiny Kyler Murray is with a big head? Yes. Next game. I find it funny that people make fun of uh, Kyler Murray's height. When Drew Brees was like, when I'm as tall as Drew Brees, like he was like nothing short of 5'10". Yeah. Next game, the Las Vegas Raiders travel to Los Angeles to play the Chargers. The Chargers are three-point favorites. Can I? No, it's too late. What? I'm going to call a timeout in this situation. Can I call a timeout? Tell me who do you got? Got the Chargers. Okay. I want to punch you sometimes. I want to do Justin Herbert and just be like, I never wanted to tie so bad. I also have you the Chargers. Would, you think Justin Herbert, you know, looking back at it, you think Justin Herbert would tell his head coach, hey, don't call timeout. Let's just go for the tie and, you know, call the day. You know, both winners here. Ben, who do you no. got? No, Chargers three and a half. Yeah, or, no, just a flat three. I will take the Chargers three points over the Raiders because the Chargers are at home and they look like a scary team to play this year. Final NFL game, Tampa Bay on the road at Dallas where Tampa is two and a half point favorites. Not betting against the house. Except when it comes to the division. Mainly the Saints. So Tommy has the Bucks. I also have the Bucks. Ben, who do you although, got? Nope, go ahead. Although it's very interesting to think it's like literally they're playing again. Although it's not a Thursday night game in Tampa. It's a Sunday night game in Dallas. I'm still picking Tampa Bay though. Yeah. Ben, who do you got? I will take Tampa Bay at two and a half over Dallas because uh, Tampa Bay has Tom Brady back and Dak Prescott is mediocre quarterback. I mean, he's good. He's good. Don't get me wrong, but they're not going to get past the first round of the playoffs. So be very careful. We are very pro Dak Prescott on this podcast. Not pro Cowboys, <laughs> just Dak Prescott. Me and Tommy love Dak Prescott. 
Ah. It is. Did we now, all pick the same. No, you have the only ones that any of us differed on is you having Minnesota. Oh, okay. Me all and right. Ben picked the same games. Picked the same, which isn't a bad idea. After, as I mentioned earlier, Ben won picks <laughs> last week. So, it's now time for the NCAA as we kick off with our first top 25 matchup. Number 24, Tennessee at number 17, Pittsburgh. The Volunteers are six and a half point favorites. You know, I'm going to say this one thing really quickly. We're going to see a massive decrease in attendance for this game. I wouldn't be so sure. What was the hey? What was the attendance for the backyard ball? It was like the most in pit school history or something like that. I don't remember it. I thought I saw something that said that sixty-eight thousand four hundred people. That's the capacity. The attendance was seventy thousand six hundred and twenty-two. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Also, I hate the name of Heinz Field. It's Heinz. Anyway. It's not Chrisier. How do you even say that? I don't know. Anyway, Tennessee, six and a half point favorites at Pittsburgh. And not foot not NFL. This is NCAA. Volunteers. Six and a half point favorites at Panthers. Doesn't quite work uh, still. Mm, you know what? Go with Pitt. Tommy taking plus six and a half. Mm-hmm. I Tennessee looked really good against Ball State, who we'll get to later. And there, I got burned on a pit pick this year. Ah, screw it. Taking pit. Ben, who do you got? I will take Tennessee at six and a half over Pitt. Reasoning. You got to give. It's your Tennessee, reasoning of, and know, and they're well. Okay, while Pitt looks really good, I think them playing an SEC school is going to be different, and I'm scared to see how ten, how well Tennessee does this year. Next game. What? What was that, Tommy? No, I didn't say anything. Oh. Next game, number 25, Houston, travels to Lubbock to take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, where the unranked Red Raiders are favored by three points. Oh, Tommy, who do you got? Oh, interesting. What does Vegas know that we don't? Uh, it's called. It's a home game for Texas Tech. That That's it. Well, Houston. I also have to agree. I'm going with Houston. Ben, who do you got? I will take Texas Tech three-point favorites there because I, I just... For some reason, I always forget that Houston is even a school. and They're ranked number 25 so in the nation. Yeah, but I mean, in Texas Tech is where Patrick Mahomes went, so I'll take Texas Tech. 
Next game, our second top 25 matchup that we have here. Number 20, Kentucky travels down to the Swamp in Gainesville to take on the number 12-ranked Florida Gators, who are five-point favorites. Tommy, who do you got? And, yes, that is a flat five. We got Burt last week. Don't remind me. Not going to get burnt again. I'm taking Florida. Ew. And that flat five. That, That's I, I such a gross that. number. I hate that number so much. And but because it's such Florida. a gross number, I'm taking Kentucky plus five. Uh, also, I think Kentucky is the biggest threat to Georgia in the East this year. Uh, ben, who do you got? I'm going to take Kentucky. Wow. Five points over Florida. Oh, you're saying they're straight up winning. Or yeah, I'm, I'm taking Kentucky over Florida. Wow. All right. <laughs> Number nine. That, that'll be a little bit of an upset, but... Yeah, I'm taking Kentucky over Florida. I hate, dude. I just hate that number so much. This game is going to be really good. Don't get me wrong. It's just that number. It's just, Yep. Final top 25 matchup that we have this week. Number nine, Baylor travels to Provo to take on the number 21 BYU Cougars, who are three and a half point favorites. I mean, this is a preview of what to uh, expect uh, later down uh, the years. Yeah, just like the Houston-Texas Tech game. Exactly. This game's in Provo. It's in Mormon land. Yeah. It is indeed in Provo. You know what? I'm going to take BYU. Tommy taking BYU minus three and a half. I will agree with you. I am once again high on BYU, so I will also be taking BYU minus three and a half. Ben, do you have the Cougars or the Bears? I will take BYU at three and a half point favorites over Baylor. While Baylor is ranked higher, uh, BYU being at home, I think that will be definitely an advantage for them. Like that. And it is now time for Maction. <laughs> yes. We finally have a Maction game, and it's only finally. week two. Western Michigan is six and a half points favorites as they travel to Ball State to take on the Cardinals. Tommy, do you have the Broncos or the Cardinals? I'm going with the Broncos. Western Michigan is who Tommy is going with. Why are we doing it in this voice? Because it's Maction. Yeah. I have to agree with uh, you. I'm taking the Broncos. Ben. Western Michigan or Ball State? So. But I'll, I'll be. T- I will take Western Michigan, six and a half point favorites over Ball State. Because, what even what even kind of state is named Ball? Well, they're in in, in Indiana. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm taking Western Michigan. They're they're gonna win that game for sure. Maxion. 
Action! Action! Uh. Iowa State versus Iowa. Iowa, three and a half point favorites. I'm sorry, wait. Say that again? Iowa State versus Iowa in Iowa City. And the Hawkeyes are three and a half point favorites. Right. So I guess they're expecting uh, Iowa State to not score and Iowa to get uh, kick a field goal and s- get a safety. Mark, have you ever been to Kinnick Stadium? No, I tried to I'm trying to drag you to go with uh, when Nebraska plays but there. Been to but I've been before. I know, still. I've Although not been to Kinnick. Wa- it was like pre- it was like well before the wave, but like the Children's Hospital's right. It's a very really nice stadium, actually. Anyway, what's your point here? Um, what's your point? There's no point. I'm just saying, Kinnick oh. Stadium is just a stadium. I thought uh, it was that some elaborate I'm setup. I'm taking Iowa State. Okay. Because unlike Iowa, they're actually going to score points. Iowa State plus three and a half. I understand. How the hell is Iowa favorite in this game? They're the home team. Oh, they only scored seven freaking points in their last game. And that wasn't even a touchdown. Yeah. I know. Me and Ben talked about it. Uh, give me the Cyclones. Uh, ben, who do you got in this weird one? I will take Iowa State over Iowa. What's your reasoning there, Ben? Um, I have I have a, a buddy that I was in scouts with that goes to Iowa State, and that is my reasoning. I I could I could care less for either of the two teams, but I think uh, Iowa State's gonna pull out the win. I swear, I swear, if this turns into a defensive struggle, I'm going to be so mad. And finally, the game that I will be attending live with Mr. Ben. The University of Missouri Tigers travel to Kansas State to take on the Wildcats. And the Wildcats are only eight point favorites now. The lines dropped significantly. So Jesus, why are tickets going for so much? Because it's a rivalry game that everyone missed having. There's a standing room only ticket going for a hundred and eight dollars. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm glad I got the ticket prices where me and Ben are for what I got them at. What like what? Who do you have, Mizzou or Kansas State? You know this is a Nebraska. You know this is coming from a Nebraska fan. These are two teams I absolutely despised when they were in the Big Twelve. What the hell? <laughs> Why Kansas State? Like Mizzou, yeah, we're rivals, but K State. As a Nebraska fan, you despise K State. I get us. I'd get. I get Oklahoma. I'd get Iowa State, but. K State? What about Texas? Got Texas in there. I'm staying with the Big Eight. 
the good then version again, of the conference. Then again, every team in the Big 12 despised Texas. Yeah, there, there wasn't a school in the Big 12 that didn't hate Texas. It's Texas. I mean, you saying that you, as a Nebraska fan, we despise K-State. That's like saying, as a Mizzou fan, I despise Baylor. Like, what the hell? Or I despise Oklahoma State. No. And why? You know, I sometimes always forget that we always have the all-time record against each other. We're like 78-15-2 against them. Against Kansas State? Yeah. Mizzou has the all-time record against K-State as well. Your point? I don't know. Just the big eight and all that. Who who are you taking? <sighs> I love that deep sigh because I know something's going to come out of your mouth that you're going to regret later, probably. Uh huh. Who do you got? I really wish they had NFL rules for overtime. That way they could just end in a freaking tie. No. No. God, but no. they can't. No, please. Can't. Well, even if that was the case, then Mizzou, you would be picking Mizzou because Mizzou would have beat the spread. <laughs> so... like you ever have to face these teams ever again I mean there have I mean I don't I think talks have gone cold but there were talks about like K-State and Nebraska playing again yeah I want Mizzou and Nebraska to play though Nebraska and Missouri I don't think I've heard anything as of late I don't think they even have started talking but no because Mizzou has been focused on this K-State one the Illinois and Kansas We were focusing on Oklahoma for a little bit, but now they're joining the SEC, so we get them. <sighs> Jesus, that was a deep sigh. I need an answer. I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to think of an answer right now. All right, well, in the meantime, Ben, who do you got? Oh, <laughs> What did you just say? <laughs> I just answered for four, Ben. What did you say? I said Missouri. Yeah. Okay, Ben. Who I know you? who you guys are both picking. It's Missouri, obviously. I mean, come on, he's in the freaking band. Oh no way! Yep. Eight point favorites. No, no. I do not accept that. I'm taking Mizzou over K State. M I Z. The game that me and you will be at, Ben. I can't wait for this one. I'm excited. We've got our outfits ready to go. The plan has been set. The trip and the course are all set. We will We will be heckling players in the corner of the end zone. Oh. We're not that close to the field. <laughs> oh. Close enough. I couldn't get row one. <laughs> row three we'll have to do. Row three will do just fine. I don't believe I'm doing this. 
I'm taking Missouri. If you need any more proof, Mizzou scored more points against a tougher opponent than K-State did this past week. I'm taking You guys played La Tech. Are you serious? Yeah, and Kansas State played South Dakota State, and they scored 34. At least La Tech made it to a bowl game recently. So, to recap, and this is a long recap, holy crap, buckle in, folks. <clears throat> Tommy has the Rams plus two and a half, New England plus three and a half, Carolina minus one and a half, Minnesota plus one and a half, Kansas City minus six and a half, the Chargers minus three, and Tampa Bay minus two and a half, the Pittsburgh Panthers plus six and a half, Houston plus three, Florida minus five, Baylor minus three, or my bad, BYU minus three and a half, Western Michigan minus six and a half, Iowa State plus three and a half, and Mizzou plus eight. Oh yeah, that's right. What? I forgot Adrian Martinez transferred to K State. Okay. Does that change your answer? No. Okay. Still taking Mizzou. <laughs> Still taking Mizzou. <laughs> ben has the Chargers minus two, or my bet the Rams minus two or plus two and a half. New England plus three and a half. Carolina minus one and a half. Green Bay plus one and a half. Or minus one and a half. Kansas City minus six and a half. Chargers minus one, three and a half. The Buccaneers minus two and a half. Tennessee minus six and a half. Texas Tech minus three. Kentucky plus five. BYU plus three and a half. Western Michigan minus six and a half. Iowa State plus three and a half. And Mizzou plus eight. I have the Rams, New England, Carolina, Green Bay, Kansas City, the Chargers, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh Panthers, Houston, Kentucky, BYU, Western Michigan, Iowa State, and Mizzou. <sighs> May the odds be ever in your favor, gentlemen. Fourteen games. Also, make sure all your fantasy lineups are set. It's set already. No, no, I'm just not saying for Arlie. I'm just saying oh. in general. Yeah, you've got Mace. Oh, yes. The Oh, thank you for reminding me. We were going to do a segment on fantasy. Thank you. For reminder, Mr. Haley. Can we like, start? Can we like do those after the season starts? Y yeah, I know. But to review, okay. uh, you are playing me. No, me and you are playing, right? I'm playing Macy. You're playing Macy. I'm playing Ben. Uh, yeah. I did win by almost two points. Me and, how, me, and, me and Ben are like separated by like a point one. Matt Stafford is projected for 37. I do not know how. Uh, Bills have a tougher defense. I know, but... St That's literally it. At least their quarterback is of adequate height. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> hey, what position did Kyler Murray play in baseball? Oh, fu Oh, God. Um, shortstop? 
I, that was a legitimate question. I don't remember, so. I, that That's a legitimate answer. Murray, baseball. I'd like to say shortstop. Position. No, I, no, 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 no. I'm going to say third base. Uh, center field and left field. Oh, uh, okay. So he was an outfielder. Mm. Ah, of course, of course. <laughs> so you said shortstop. I was thinking he was a pitcher for some reason. Like most no. quarterbacks are. Famous Winston, because he did pitch for Fort State when he was in college, by the way. Yeah, I know he did. Didn't Wasn't Russell Wilson's, when he got drafted by the Yankees, he was a pitcher? Was he? I'm pretty sure. Because he threw like 68 on his first pitch that he threw out for the Mariners. I don't. I don't. And for the Yankees. Dude, that was so long ago. I know it was. I was like, what? 2000? Well, he got drafted to the NFL in 2012. That's what I was thinking. I was like, it's around 2012. Maybe. Anyway. Ben, do you got anything to plug? Tommy, do you have anything to plug? I have a lot to talk about on Wayne this week, and I'm most going to leave it at that. A lot. Well, as you heard from Ben, earning our stripes this week is going to be glorious. As it is K-State week. Plus, we actually get to talk about an actual Mizzou game that happened. And not just speculation. So is that going to be like a, a reoccurring thing for you guys? It's like you're just going to recap on what happened. And a preview for the week next week, yeah. Yeah, and recap yeah. what happened the previous week. Okay, alright, cool. Just yep. make sure. Yep. And we do it for basketball season. It'll just be like... Men's and women's basketball, and then an update on the wrestling team. Yes. Baseball season and softball season is going to be fun. Anyway. Uh, Tommy, where can you be found on Twitter? Uh, Dude underscore Rex 14. The D and the R are capitalized. Correct. Uh, Oh! Crap, I almost forgot... Uh, hey, Tommy, you went to a football game this past week. Uh, yes. Yes. You want to talk about it? Um, I went to the Liberty-Liberty North game. Liberty North just absolutely smoked Liberty. The reason I bring it up is because uh, me and Ben made a joke earlier about UCLA's attendance. And I said there were probably more people (laughs) at the Liberty-Liberty North game than there were... Oh, there were, and that's not even that. I you shouldn't even make that a joke. I'm desert. There were, it was a ridiculous amount of people there. I estimate because you know, for our listeners out there, may not know a Liberty, lot more Liberty than North. the UCLA game. I okay, that an actual estimate because Liberty I, Liberty North is a big rivalry. I mean, it was standing room only. It always is standing room only. I'm when it, when it was at Jewel, it was standing room only. Well, when it's for, at for those North, of you who don't know, William Jewell is a college here in Liberty. When it's at so when it's at uh, Liberty North, there's plenty of seating because they always have the band in a separate uh, stance. But it's still standing room only. I, I, 
to a to a certain extent. But no, when it, it's at liberty, it don't matter. It's still standing room only. I don't know why North has always has it better for the visiting attendance than Liberty does. It's it's ridiculous how Be, drastically different they accommodate each. The uh, the visiting seating that Liberty has that was the original home seating. The, the, yes, I know. There's the original home seating and all yeah. that. You would think with all the funding they got for two for the two stadiums, you'd think they would get adequate. No. Visitor sections. No. Liberty didn't said they didn't need one. They weren't going to have any visiting. They weren't going to have any visitors that would need that much extra seating. And they play Liberty every year now, so. And Platte County. And Staley. And Lee Summits. (laughs) And Rockhurst. And Carney, if ever decides to show up there. Nah, it's more of a size difference for that one. But anyway, back back to the game itself. Need I say less? Liberty North just absolutely just wiped the floor with over it. Like literally, it wasn't even. It was like after the end of. Uh, so let me let me put this in perspective. So they end. So Liberty North is driving, and. Van Dyne just makes this absolute amazing throw, and I forget who the receiver was, but he somehow caught the football with, like, one second left to end the half, and I was like, yep, this game's over. They kicked the field goal, obviously, to go take the lead at the half, and I was like, this game's over. I already knew it. And it was. And yet you stayed. I mean, come on. You were a correspondent. What else was I was what else was I was gonna do? Oh, Neil Smith was at the game. What? Why? His son plays wide receiver for the team. For North? Yep. Oh, did not know that. Huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Huh. Nebraska great, two time Super Bowl champion, Chiefs legend, even though he won his two Super Bowls with the Broncos, but Yeah. People like to forget about that. Well, it's because the majority of his career was in Kansas City. Yes, but yeah, he has two rings with Denver. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh God, I forget his kid's name. It's I think it's a. Uh, he. I like to say Keelan. Okay. I think it's. I think it's Keelan. God, I'm going to ask my parents, and I'm going to be like, it's Keelan Smith that's Neil Smith's kid. But yeah, Neil Smith was at the game, so. Well, there you go. And so was B-Card Entertainment's Tommy Haley. Yes. Most importantly. Liberty North, Liberty North uh, graduates. Al- alumni. Alumni. Liberty North legend. Did not, you know what's funny? I was like, I tried to write because like some teachers always go to the games. Mm-hmm. I tried to see if any of the teachers were there. Nope, not a single one. Not surprised. Not yeah, no, not surprised. Anyway, uh, you'll have a write up on that game here shortly. Yeah. Yes, I need to yes. look through a ten to get fine. like all the stats and all that. That's fine. But, but if the a ten has any stats on this game, 
if they don't try max preps, but eight ten most certainly will. Most likely, yes. Yeah, they they will. It was a top fifteen matchup in the Kansas City Metro. Yeah, <laughs> they'll have it. I'm pretty uh, sure blue, one of the blue eyes schools that won a state title, whichever one it is. I think it's north. I think it's northwest. They played, I think they played St. Thomas last week. Yes, they did. Yeah, so a lot of the coverage was there, obviously. Yeah. Although the next game, Liberty North does play at home against Rockhurst, so that should be an interesting game. Oh, yay, the all-boys Catholic school. Our favorite. You know there's an, all, you know there's an all-female Catholic school, right? St. Teresa's, yeah. Yeah, I know about them. Yes, I know about them too. There's also DeSion. Which is also an all-girls Catholic school. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Anyway. Hey, Brock, where can you be found on Twitter? I can be found at BrockGorton99 on Twitter. The B and the G are capitalized. Uh, ben can be found at EliteTigerSpore1. Uh, check out, as he said earlier, check out his YouTube channel for that vlog he did about the Mizzou La Tech game, uh, you get a sick video of Truman the Tiger dapping up the marching band. The one thing, can I say one thing? I did watch the video. The one problem I have... I brought it up to him earlier. He filmed it vertically. Yeah. And it was just... Yeah. Ugh. It needs to be landscape. I know. I, uh, I talked to him about it, so this week's vlog should be better. Okay, good. Uh, that was like that. I was like, I want, I want to go to Columbia right now and slap this man. Speaking of the vlog, there will be plenty of content recorded with this trip. Me and Ben are taking to Manhattan, Kansas, for the Mizzou Kansas State game. Uh, unfortunately, Mister Haley is not coming with us, so we can't make it a BTT invasion. Because, as he mentioned earlier, Tommy despises both these teams. You know what's funny? If I did go, I'd be like, I wonder what happened if I wore my Nebraska stuff. K-State. <sighs> nothing. Literally nothing. I don't think you realize how little most K-State and Mizzou fans really think of Nebraska. I don't think K-State fans now realize the utter embarrassment they always face in, face in Nebraska. You do realize that that the game that I'm going to, Sandstorm will be played, and that'll be the loudest FKU chant that has ever happened. Yes, I already know that. It's going to be glorious. You're going to know that already? Oh, it's going to be great. Mizzou does play Kansas this year, right? No. Basketball, yes. Oh. Not in football. No, we got to wait until 2026. Uh, really? Yes. Which, coincidentally, Mizzou also plays Illinois that year. I had to wait another four years to watch Mizzou absolutely mop the floor with Kansas in football? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's... The joke is now 2026, Mizzou has to protect the border. Because they play... uh, Arkansas, Kansas, Illinois... Tennessee, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, and I think also 
Northern Iowa. Or no, Missouri State. Missouri State is the FCS team. So, so it's just one of those where it's like, all these schools that we play are bordering us. We must protect the border. What? One's in, in, in the state. state. Yeah, we just need to crush them. That, okay. Right. Know your place, trash. That doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Yeah, protect the border. Kick them out. You know, all the fun stuff. Anyway, uh, until earning our stripes, which the the episode that me and Ben will record will be released later on like Saturday morning. So, (laughs) you all can listen to it beforehand, before the game, or after the game. I don't know. Whenever it gets released. Uh... That is all that we have for this week. I have no idea. Macy did not record CSP last week because she had a midterm, or she had an essay that she had to write. Already? Yeah, I know. Um, Man, the education system is great. Yeah, I know. Um, She's 23 and a college freshman. Anyway. Uh, Tommy, as he said, will be recording Wayne tomorrow. So today, when this comes out, this is going to be a lot. It will be out Friday. We're hoping for Friday. (laughs) Maybe Saturday. Maybe Sunday. Maybe maybe, uh, Friday. (laughs) If not Sunday, no later than Sunday. No later than Sunday. There you go. Because I have. Here's what I have to talk about. And I'm just going to say this right now. I have three pay-per-views to talk about. And some uh, some drama. And also Brooks Ring of that, Honor. That's... I feel like I'm going to have too much to not talk about that. But whatever. You've got to review this week. It's a great one. The ending makes Kill me just going to miss you. Kill John Lennon. Kill Sam Punk. Kill Let's start to share the box. We're going to fire the books. Kill John Lennon. Kill Kenny Omega. We're going to throw him out a window. Anyway. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm back once again. Now, I gave you the starting lineup earlier in the show. It is now time for the answer. And once again, here are the starting lineup once again for the Kansas City Royals. Amos Otis, Cookie Rojas, Richie Steinblom, John Maryberry, Lou Pinella, Ed Kirkpatrick, Paul Shaw, Freddie Patek, and Monty Montgomery. And the year is 1972. The Royals won this game 6-0. They improved to 63-66 over the California Angels in just their third year in team history. If you guessed 1972, you are correct. I've been Brock Orton. I've been Tommy Haley. And until earning our stripes, have a wonderful rest of your week, folks. <laughs>